This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. After the noon, all I can think about is the word poon. Scooby Dee Doo, where are you? Why do the rappers do all triplets now? Holy cow, Scooby Dee Doo, just a tip. Is that a pun? Of course it is. It's about thick. That makes me sick. All right. So we're really well versed in music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm clearly a fan. <laughs> of music. Do you want to hear the last thing I was listening to? Yes, Queen. Some of you, kind of my first reaction was like, what? What? <laughs> and then I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh. And then I was like, all right. That was Those were my four stages of Slow acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. It is you. Wow. Yes. Who is this? So Lauren Graham. Stick to the rules. Oh, Lauren Graham on Gilmore, guys. <laughs> That's the last thing I was listening That's to. That's right. That's, uh... Okay, I'm only 20 minutes in. I will finish it. This this intro has been not a good one, so let's try again. Oh, yeah. I... Here we go. We start now. Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batoon, sitting in a new chair that I've never sat in before, so getting out of my comfort zone right up top. And today, I have a friend here to help me help you, Kevin Porter, in the couch. I'm a friend? In the couch. Thank you. I'm a friend in the couch and a lover in the pouch. That's right. I'm into kangaroo stuff. (laughs) Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming we're on. We're like here. we're buddies now, right? Kinda. I think what what is a buddy that you've met online? I mean, you technically on some level, right? Almost all of my friendships are online based. Online buddies. I mean, uh, my former co-host of Gilmore Guys, Demi Adigewebe, that was an online buddy. Is that right? I've made a few friends on Instagram. I've made a few Twitter mutual follows. I had a I had a, a viewing party at my place the other night, and I threw out a kind of a big net invitation on the Instagram close friends list. Oh, didn't make that one. No, you were no no no, no 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 no. I think this was <laughs> before worry. you started following me, Don't. so of course you weren't on it. Okay, I think it was a few weeks before. This is an interesting loophole that you're presenting me, and that's okay. But a friend of mine who we. <laughs> both followed each other on that she came to that having it. never met me before oh, and that really? was our first time meeting each other it was really nice yeah oh that's in- i just did my first close friends post the other day yeah how did that feel 
I don't know if I was on that one. Okay, here's the thing. Oh, I- what? <laughs> There's a lot of conflict to start with this. And I'm we- sorry, Clementine. You have to witness this. <laughs> the dissolution of a what? new friendship before Here, your eyes. This might be interesting for some new friends to decide how yeah. friendship looks. Mm-hmm. Here's the reason I didn't include you on my close friends list is because it was about VidCon. Have you ever heard of VidCon? I know VidCon, yeah. Okay. Not in a condescending way, but a lot of people, I don't know who knows VidCon. Do you know the ins and outs of being at VidCon? No, I just know that it's like a lot of YouTube personalities and people who work in that field. You can't see it, listener, but Megan is doing a a knowing nod that's like, uh, you got that right, buddy, and then some. And then some. (laughs) And so I just wanted to, you know, keep it really private. So I legit put like, I think, five people on, which I don't think is like a good enough amount for a close friends list. I mean, that's literally just... Just close friends. That's, <laughs> That's like what, literally the close friends in your well, life. If, if Instagram wants me to label it, I will not lie. That's just a group text, though. Yeah, That's it could have been. <laughs> wait, really what, was the, what was the purpose? What were you trying to do with that post? So I, I didn't want to, <laughs> number one, offend anyone. So okay. I was like, okay, we can't have a lot of people in here. And then second of all, there was like hardly any people that go to VidCon. So it was just like a... It, it was so, I don't even know why I made it. You know why I did? Because I wanted to cuss on Instagram. But and I, that would have been offensive? Would have been bad. Wouldn't have been good. What, did you say, did you drop a C word or something? Well, no, what was it, the? It was like a, <laughs> it was an approachable F bomb. Okay. But, but it was like, mainly I didn't want like brands to see it. Or I didn't want like representation or like my team to see it and be like, you ungrateful. <laughs> literally. Wow. Okay. So literally for you, swearing online is off brand and it'll get brands off of your side. So Honestly, it's devil off brand for you. Totally. Because then maybe Nike won't be so generous with those sports bras. But here's the... <laughs> Thank you for watching. That may or may not bust mid-podcast recording. Nice. That's not a weird joke, Clement. That That is something that, that did it happen. Is, that's <laughs> it is. I was on Kevin's podcast, Good Christian Fun, and at one point in time, my I had just finished doing a Nike deal, mm-hmm. and it had like a frontal closure, and then it was not closed anymore at one point in the podcast. It just like popped off. Yeah. I would love to go back in the episode and hear when it popped off because maybe the universe was like, free yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was when we were talking about like toxic patriarchal roles in the church and and there was something God was like, no, it's different now. (laughs) Let it go. Yes. Seems everywhere. I choke on a button. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, I think I've gotten to a point where I've been a little bit more authentic with myself with cussing online because I started making videos when I was 20. And I used to cuss because I thought I wasn't funny. And you're 26 now? I'm 28. You're 28. Okay. Yeah. So you're like super old. Okay. So old. I'm older than you. I feel like sometimes... I'm not old. Sometimes I'm like... No, you're not old. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Sometimes when people are telling me that I'm old or not old, whatever it is, I don't feel old at all. Someone asked me my age the other day and I was like, I'm 25. And I truly feel 25 like sprightly wise. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like my mind is like... 36. No, you could pass for you could pass for mid 20s for like another 15 years, I bet. Nice. It's probably bet. the Filipino thing too. I I've, of course, it's a huge part of it, right? Like it'll be in and and it'll be you'll be 25 until you're 45 mm-hmm. and then you'll turn like 30 when you're 46, you <laughs> and know. And then when I'm 80, I will be a tombstone. No, when you're well, yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe that'll occur. I don't think so. I don't think it's ever going to catch up to you. Maybe not, especially with like all the vitamin C serums out there. Are you doing those things? Mm-hmm. Are you doing essential oils? Well, Are you doing ritual, which may or may not be a sponsor of this very podcast? <laughs> 
I am not currently, okay. unless I am. Okay, great. <laughs> well, we'll find out we will. after the break. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently only doing like face creams and SPF, and okay. it has done wonders for me. Okay, I started doing the moisturizer thing because I never did it until like two years ago, and mm-hmm. a friend of mine was said her uncle got melanoma or something. She said, please for me, just apply moisturizer with SPF every day. Oh, I was yeah. like, okay. So I got some Neutrogena stuff, but that's the only stuff I've done. I could probably be doing a lot more, a lot more face masks and stuff, mm. but I've never had like insane problems with skin stuff. Maybe if I did and it was more of an emergency situation, I would do it. But What's an emergency? Oh, if you had an emergency. I thought you were like a pimple is an emergency. Yeah, like emergency pimples, <laughs> uh, emergency acne situations yeah. <laughs> of some sort, like if I had any of those. But uh, those are less common. But I don't know. I should probably still do stuff, right? Yes, of course. I do the moisturizer, but I don't do anything else. That's fine enough. And okay. all of my like skincare friends are probably like cringing right now. But as long as you're wearing SPF, that's the only thing that matters. Okay. Well, I would take advice from you because you are, for the listener at home, literally glowing. <gasps> I am, am under a light. Yes. Well, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. No, if I was up close, I'd be like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no. I remember dating one guy who all the people I date never do SPF. They never do skincare. They don't take care of their face, which is very important. And so I remember he was coming off of a flight. You need to put down the profiles too. You got it. Yeah. Like it should be like, you know, height, religion or not, smoking, drinking, Mm -hmm. moisturizer. Because you can can do like yes, no sometimes with all that stuff, including weed, which is hilarious. Which is hilarious. But you should do it with the, you should be able to do it with moisturizer too. I should. I should change my whole dating thing like, can take care of me and his skin. Hey. Hey. And that that is something I would uh, swipe right on. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on a dating app in a while. Oh, back to my story about yes, this. Yes, the yes, 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 yes. So, and then we'll get back to dating apps. Of course, as we have every to. podcast does, I guess. <laughs> I dated this guy who didn't take care of his skin, and he was coming on a flight from New York to L.A., and I decided to do this very weird, like, skin flight thing. So I had, like— <laughs> Not to be confused with skin flute. Well, it sounds disgusting already, yeah. but yeah, let's keep going. It was like, basically, I think I got, um, you know, when you get like a flight of beer, there's like tiny little samples of beer or whatever it is. I see. Or a, fl- a champagne flight. I fully imagine you on Delta flight across country <laughs> just applying skin stuff in the airline well, sure. bathroom or something. <laughs> yeah, and I need money for it. I'm an attendant. <laughs> yeah. A skin flight you, attendant? Hey. Yes. You could be. That would actually be, you know, sometimes they do like crazy influencer trip parties. Imagine getting like a jet, a private jet, inviting all these like beauty influencers and then like having like a day up in the air. I don't think I'd be allowed in a room full of beauty. <laughs> I think they would say, what is this? And put me in a trash can. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I can't imagine what that experience would be like. Hectic. Hey, what's everyone doing in here? <laughs> Hectic. Oh, well, you've done it. So I'm, ha- I'm talking to one right now. I w- have been to a beauty influencer event. Mm-hmm. And I am not. I don't know why I was invited, but I was there. You're an influencer and you're like... I, Your brand is beauty adjacent, I guess, in a lot of ways, right? I, yeah, I guess. If it's not like, because you're not doing tutorials and stuff. No. But you're doing adjacent I'll make fun stuff. of a tutorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like parody of the form. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but still trying really hard. That's why I appreciate about all your videos is that they're actually deconstructions of what YouTube personalities often do. Yeah. And it's actually coming at it from a slightly different angle that's just a little 
little bit of different perspective, slightly warped, a little <laughs> askew. And that's what I love about it. It's always a surprise and it's great. It's always a surprise. <laughs> the end of the story. I'm, yes, I'm sorry. We will, <laughs> please, I want this to only be tan. Great. Great. I gave him like a, a face wash and then a moisturizer and an exfoliator and then an SPF, but like all travel size. And I like glued that. Why are you laughing? Why are you gutturally <laughs> uh, laughing? Well, my first thought is I would be so grateful if I was him and I'd feel right? so taken care of. And I, and I truly would like, I don't know, maybe, I'd maybe get choked up. But then my second thought would be like, okay, which order do I do this in? <laughs> I do not know. I did it in the, or I from right Terrific. to left to right. Yeah. I've already figured all this out. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how you can tell if I'm really into you as like a partner is if I'm like <laughs> suggesting skincare. Okay. I've done it like well, three times. Well, I haven't times. heard any suggestions yet, but let's keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to the close friend circle first. That's true. Gosh, I'm waiting. Yeah, I, you'll, you'll be, be on my next one for sure. You'll be there. Because I followed you months before you followed me on Graham. And that's on, <laughs> don't call it Graham. On Graham. Yeah, not Insta, not IG, just Graham. Oh, I it's love It's cleaner. That. Drop the Insta. Oh, that <laughs> is cleaner. really nice. <laughs> Does that feel good though? Yeah. Not Twitter or Facebook. Just well, when you say it like that, gram. none of them sound good. It's just gram. Oh, I saw it on gram. Yeah. Oh, yes, I was catching that on gram. How about that? I love. I will be using that from this point forward. Please do. We've been talking for a while, and I've not introduced you. <laughs> Is that true? No, I thought you said my name. Did, oh, I Much did like say Destiny's it once. Child. Oh, Clementine saying no. You I said it once. I said Kevin Porter one time. Uh huh. But here goes Minus again. Minus the T. Yeah. Yeah, you took that T away from me. There was middle initial erasure on the Just a Tip podcast. You, We talked about Good Christian Fun, which is a podcast I was on of yours. Mm-hmm. We briefly, before we started, talked about Gilmore Guys, which is another podcast that you hosted. Uh, yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. But after a quick internet stalk, I found out that a podcast sponsor ruined your life. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, that was a that was a Twitter joke, right? Oh, was it a joke? Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is like it was uh and I I will not get into the specific specifics about it, but it was uh after an ad read, I had a conversation with whoever was my co-host at the time that sure. I tweeted that, where like it it wasn't even about the advertisement, but it was something adjacent to what the advertisement was about. And we got into this like long, complicated conversation about it. And then I got into a long, com- complicated conversation with a mutual friend of ours. And then I tweeted that out just because I did think the idea of like, did Squarespace ruin your life <laughs> was very funny. And then a friend of mine who, d- uh, Lauren Lapkin who you must know she she dm'd me and she's like which advertiser was it i don't want to be involved with someone who's like shady i was like oh no no no, no. it's fine it was just a joke and she's like oh gosh thank god yeah so it wasn't yeah it wasn't exactly that but it was okay. uh, it was just a reference to those events i see i see i yes. see what an interesting thing sometimes i have tough times telling if things are true or false yeah, and that stuff where it is like a vague and kind of opaque allusion to like what happened or what's going <laughs> yeah. on. That feels like when I was, you know, had a live journal in, in high school and I oh would post God. things not about people, but you know, live journaling was the original subtweeting for those of us that grew up during that yeah. time period and you could just go on and on. So, yeah, generally I don't like doing that stuff and and I, and I am surprised I I have not deleted the tweet <laughs> and there it is, but there and it is. There it is. <laughs> 
Man, live journal, the only experience I had with live journal, hardly journaling, but more so like love letter back and forth. I don't remember. Really? I remember going to a cruise ship, like on a cruise ship cruise with my family, and I was dating this guy, my first boyfriend ever. I was like 14. Mm-hmm. How and- was his skin? Oh, if you were 14, I'm sure it was amazing. Honestly, great. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is like now. Mm-hmm. He is white, so I can only imagine like, you know, a little sun damage. <laughs> Just like a little though. I mean, fair assumption, but I've never I've never <laughs> heard it put where it's like, well, you know, he's white. Like, I've, you usually hear like older, like semi-racist people say like, you know, I went to the convenience store and the gentleman was black. And so, you know, there was a little, and it's like, whoa, grandma, you didn't need to bring that up. But the idea of like an accent, it's like, well, he was white. So there was a little skin damage. <laughs> of course, is, of course that must be well, the case. Everyone is going to have skin damage, but it's easier to see with fair skin. Mm-hmm. Our faces are maps of our lives that we've lived, oh, aren't sad. they? <laughs> sad. <laughs> have you ever done one of those? Uh, these are also at beauty events, but I'm sure there's other places. But they put your face into like this ultraviolet ray kind kind of like weird MRI scanner, and then they show you all of your sun damage, where it looks like your skin is fine, but really, like, the x-ray, you're dying. No, I've never done that. You shouldn't. No. Oh, my God. Bad. Gosh, no. I I, I stay away from these events for that very reason. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very bad. The guy I was dating. Yes. So he, I love that. On which one? (laughs) Well, okay. 14. Hang tight. Skin care guy. It was... I was 14 and it was Live Journal Man. And the Live Journal was called, let me see if it's actually up because I don't. Mine's w- still up. It's drfunky17.livejournal.com. For those that are interested, I'm sure it's very problematic and Wait, I will be time. canceled. Let's hear it again. Drfunky17.livejournal.com. Okay. Dr. What was Funky. yours? Well, this one says unknown, so I think he must have deleted it. <laughs> it, was, it was, hey, you're cute. LiveJournal.com. And we would, I like, when I would be online, I would type him a letter. And then the next time I would sign on because they didn't have computers back then. They didn't have computers back back then. When I was a child. Wait, who's the they? Because we did have computers back then. (laughs) The cruise ship people. I see. They would make you pay. It's like $5 a minute. Mm. And so, oh, yours is called Words. Oh, yours is very alive. Oh, it's stupid. Yours is in a live journal. Yeah, it's bad. I I have full episodes of my other podcast where I have like red entries and they're terrible. (gasps) The last one is from like nine years ago and there's a lot of like Christian stuff in it and a lot of like, if you go back even further to high school, I'm sure there's like really gross like Republican stuff I'm crying Uh, have you read Pete Holmes's new book Comedy Sex God I have not no are you interested it sounds like you're not Uh, (laughs) is that what it sounds like for real no I'm not not interested I just haven't uh, picked it up yet that's fine I loved it (laughs) (laughs) I just haven't gotten myself to the Barnes and Noble yet that's right. I'm going to. And sure. And I'll get it 20% off. Ooh. Off the like sticker price. Off the sticker Wait, price. Wait, did you introduce me yet? <laughs> Megan no. Batoon's in the studio. <laughs> you may know her from the Just a Tip podcast. Right. From her YouTube channel where she posts pretty incredible videos And sometimes the they go to beauty events. And sometimes she goes to beauty events and takes skincare flights across the globe. <laughs> Around the world and 80 face creams It's her new project. I get stopped by TSA all the time. That's right. Let's get into a game with a segue. 
I'm going to do a game that we call Bursa First. And the only reason why I'm springing this on now is because I need to introduce you in the best way possible. Okay. Which is via you. Okay. So I'm going to do a rapid fire round of questioning everything from your first job to the first time you cried in public. And you will give me the quickest answer. And if I say stop, you have to either explain, elaborate, or tell the story of what is going on. Okay, quickest answer possible. Quickest answer possible. Great. Okay, let's do it. Also true, though. Yeah, I'm not, I won't, I won't, uh, yeah, I won't lie. I can't lie. You can't? I would never lie to a close friend like you. Ooh, green circle. Hey. Green circle crew. Here we are. <laughs> Just imagine, like, from my POV, like when, <laughs> like when a dog is hungry in a Warner Brothers cartoon and, like, a cat <laughs> turns into a steak or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's you, and I'm imagining, like, a green circle <laughs> forming around your sweet face. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. And if you say something mean, the green circle goes back. Oh, my God. Or it just gets desaturated. That's right. De- oh, when it's muted. Oh, no. Girl, oh, there's a few people I forgot I muted on Graham. On Graham. Yes. When I see a fresh green circle, oh, it's music to my ears. From a new person mm-hmm. who's never green circled me before. Mm-hmm. That's a new bond. I mean, it is like someone put you on a list. It's just, it always feels a little bit nice to be on a list. It is. Unless it's Arya's kill list. Yes. (laughs) From Game of Thrones, a show that we all still love after the last season. First of first, are you ready? Here we go. First job. First job was uh, uh, doing editing for high school baseball videos for their baseball teams. Okay, freelancing. Stop. Okay, immediately stop. <laughs> what? Do you, wait, why do they need videos? They did like an end of the year banquet thing in high school and they're like, we show a video. And usually it's just like a slideshow that some dad put photos of. And I was like, well, I'm going to shoot stuff and then like edit it to like music and like try to make it real elaborate and stuff. And then I did and people were just like, we love it. Because, wow. you know, this is like... This was 2003, so I was 13 years old, and video editing just wasn't nearly as easy and prevalent as it is now, where you can just, like, you know, Avatar was shot in an iPhone, as we all know, Uh, so, you know, it wasn't as easy as that, so uh, people liked it, and then I started doing, like, different sports teams, or I would do, like, different players and get hired for that sort of thing, and so that was, like, a freelance gig I started in Kingwood, Texas, back in 2003. And you were 13? I was 13 years old. You, was that legal to pay you for this? Uh, <laughs> well, yes, it was legal because it was not sex work, Megan. <laughs> like you can do videos, it's fine. Why would it be illegal? I just like it seems young to be able to pay someone. Yeah, no, it. <laughs> what do you mean? Is it, is it some, like sometimes I have blockages because I kind of grew up sheltered? Maybe this is a millennial thing too, where we're all used to our. What was that noise? <laughs> So is he- this part of the game? <laughs> okay, my first pop that I ever drank, because it did sound like a soda, crackling under the crisp sun in the summer, was a Dr. Pepper when I was 14 years old at a church camp. Dr. Pepper, one time I tweeted about Dr. Pepper, because they have what they pride themselves on being 23 flavors. Is that uh, right? 23 yes. different original flavors. Mm-hmm, all in they one. were the original 23 in me. And, <laughs> and I tweeted like imagine being like at the pitch meeting for Dr. Pepper, like thinking that 22 wasn't enough flavors. And then Dr. (laughs) Pepper tweeted me back and was like very defensive. 
What they said? Were they like sincere? Because some brands are like, actually, I have depression and I'm going to kill myself no, because of this. What tweet. brand would do that? Wendy's. They're, they're uh, Moon Pie and oh. Denny's and Wendy's all like talk about depression now on their Wendy's Twitter is, accounts. Wendy's is fun, but I don't know about the other two. Moon Pie wilds out real hard about <laughs> Which depression. Is crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's like you know, it's just the economy is bad in 2019, and this is the world we live in. But yeah, Twitter brands. They're not your friends. They will say I a lot, though. Like, I think, like Netflix using the I on all their tweets and stuff. Right. It's dystopian, but here we are. How do you feel about brands being more, like, personable? Like, they have, like, a Twitter voice. Like, some of the, like, Wendy's has, like, a sense of humor. Yeah. Like, they have their own, like, style. Do you love or hate? It's, it's fun. You know, it's like, uh... Maybe it's like a bad date. It's like fun in the moment sometimes, mm-hmm. but then thinking back on it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's not going to work in the long term. <laughs> if it's like, I think Wendy's is like my buddy. If it's right. like this corporate chain, Ooh. yeah. So it's like, if it actually is like when they own someone or clap back on someone on Twitter, I'll like fave the tweet. But then if I think about it too much, it's like, this is a multi billion dollar corporation. Some guy in Idaho is like, what the hell? You know? Right. Yeah. So it's like probably overall bad for society, but fun in the moment. It Welcome is to fun 2019. in the moment. It yeah. is nice to see people being less rigid and like these companies that are, are like have these suits all the way up at the top that don't understand. The youth, it's nice to see that they're, like, trying. They are trying. They're trying to understand us a little bit. Yeah. I think I had someone go to a specific place that they said that they had, like, a group of 17-year-olds. Like, it was, like, Gen Z training or something. And there was, like, a a company of, like, Gen Z people and other people that wanted to, like, talk more to the youth went there to understand the youth so that they could, like, refocus their directives in their company. Ooh. So they Crazy. are listed. Like, it was, it was like a town hall that, like, politicians have. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. and, and the Hamburglar came out and said, like, I hear your concerns. I see you. We're going to do something about the number four on the menu right. by 2020. <laughs> like, they're running on that platform now. It's insane how this world is working. Mm-hmm. But you know what else is insane? That we only got to one question. So here we go. Bursa first, coming back. Okay, we'll be quicker. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Cell phone, first cell phone. First cell phone was when I was 14. It was like a, it was like a purple rectangle. It was okay. a real brick, yeah. First pet. First pet was a little chihuahua named Junior. Ooh, first kiss location. First kiss location was in bed. Okay, stop here. I think that... <laughs> what do you mean? How were you in bed before you were kissing? Uh... <laughs> Well, there's like three possible first kiss candidates. I feel like like being in a play doesn't count, right? I agree. Okay, so being in a play, anything to do with theater doesn't count. So this was like, this was a friend of mine and we were at my house and we were like studying for some algebra thing. And she's like, do you want to take a break and just lie down? I was like, yeah, okay. And you know, it was just like we were close friends and didn't think that much of it. And then like, it just happened. So it was just like a little bed break when we were studying. <laughs> Yeah. It just happened or like did were you nervous? Uh I don't remember being that nervous. I remember being excited or into it, but I don't remember being like, oh no, I can't blow this one. Like I'm trying to <laughs> and, it, and it feels weird that I wouldn't be nervous. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'll just say I am to cover my basis or I was, <laughs> but I truly don't remember. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. We'll take that. Yeah. Moving forward. First choice in a karaoke book. In a karaoke book, you ought to know by Lance Morissette. Oh, good. Yeah. First major purchase. 
first major purchase. Ooh, baby, uh, I feel like uh, some of the furniture I've bought in this past year at my new place have been very major purchases. Ooh, congrats. Thank you. What was your first internet screen name? Look closer, 07. I'm going to stop here. Okay. Why is that? Well, there is a little movie uh, starring a man we all love now and to this day called American Beauty back in 1999. And I had not seen that movie, but I was obsessed with like the soundtrack from it and the imagery from it. But I had not actually seen the movie. I was not allowed to watch American Beauty. But the tagline for the movie on the poster was, look closer. And so wow. I made that my screen name and a little 07 at the end because I just like the way the number seven looked. Oh, oh, sorry. it was yeah, it was absolutely okay. arbitrary. It wasn't like one through six is taken. It was it was just seven. Right. Yeah. How do you feel like the look closer kind of mentality goes through the rest of your life? Is that Aged. something? Oh, I don't like because it is. I think what that's getting into in that movie is like that weirdo who films trash bags in the wind, being like, <laughs> "This everything's actually beautiful." The uh, what? A, what an interesting question, though. I mean. Just paying attention and like being aware and, and of your surroundings and being super present, I think is very important. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a friend last night where it's like one of the key things in a person now for being friends with them or being in a relationship is just how much self-awareness do they have? Yeah. Do they know what they look like and sound like? Do they know enough that they can make fun of themselves mm. and then be in touch with like, oh, how's this person feeling in the room? How's this person to the left of me feeling? Or like, should I do this or that? And that's how people are funny is when they're more self-aware yeah. and they can have like a shift in perspective on it. So it feels real crucial. And I feel like I gravitate significantly less to the people that are the least self-aware. Yeah. I think that's a yeah, a good thing to say. And you feel fairly self-aware too. I feel like I've done a lot of work. A lot of work? <laughs> Were you not? And then there was like things that happened in your life where it's like, how did I not <laughs> see yeah. that? It was like just repeating patterns. Yeah. And like the same things kept happening. And it's just like you get bored of it and you get old and you get tired of mm -hmm. your your own shit that you're like, okay, it's time to like either wrap this up or change it because this is boring. Yeah. And when did this happen? Was this an early 20s thing? Um, Yeah. I think it had started when I was like 25 because okay. right when I hit 25, it was like, oh, the, li the life is now. And yeah. like, we need to make sure that we're doing- The, the life is now. The life is now. <laughs> and just making sure that like, I'm, I'm taking care of it now. But I don't think I got really self-aware until like this year. Really? My 28th year. And I still feel like I have a little bit more to go. I mean, everyone can always do more, with, yeah. especially with that stuff. What What about this year did it, though? I don't know. I think it was like I was single for quite some time. And then I honestly started to get into situations where I would develop a really nice relationship, a friendship with a boy. Mm -hmm. With a boy. <laughs> with, I'm listening. <laughs> I've heard of them. With men. But then I would never commit to them because I was scared for some reason. I was just like, oh, I'm— if I commit to you now, it will be a forever thing. Oh, you're saying you would develop a nice relationship with a boy, like a nice romantic relationship with a boy. You both. So in, in the romantic relationship sphere, I would think I would get too scared, I would get gun shy to even mm -hmm. like give my all because I was so hurt. And so I was using that hurt to block what could be love. Cause I was like, uh, love and hate on the same sides of same sides of the same coin. Sure. Different sides of the same coin. No, it's uh two coins, <laughs> both alike in dignity, and my piggy bank. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're the same if someone's trying to uh, sway something. They're both the extreme emotions. They're not apathetic. They're right. not indifferent. And yeah. they're tied to the same thing. So it's like that's that's one thing. And the other thing is like I could never develop friendships with men because even if I didn't know it or if they said that they didn't have feelings, any it would end up coming out and then it would be like oh you're not into me we can't be romantic then like we shouldn't be friends that you would always develop feelings for them uh, the other way around that they would always develop feelings for you but not tell me and oh, so I yeah. thought we were oh, great friends oh I could friends. see that I feel like that's a common that's almost like a trope with some right people and <laughs> some people and some so, people so I think that like that's something I've been dealing with a lot and just being like okay these are the same patterns let's fix it also not to get too deep, but like, uh, do you go to therapy? Yeah, or <laughs> we'll I, no, I did. Yes. Okay, so in therapy, and then I won, <laughs> and I they and let then me you leave won therapy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, congrats! I graduated. We had a little <laughs> ceremony. He took the sword that truly was mounted on his wall, and then tapped me on the shoulders and really said, good. "You're free now, my man." Wow, yeah. my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was it was a little too casual the way he said it, but I appreciated it. <laughs> The sword was just one of those like little drink swords. It was just so small. Yeah. Well, no, it had like elvish inscription on it from Lord of the Rings or something. Because he was a true nerd. Oh yeah. Did you read it or did you watch it? I only watched it. I only watched it too. Okay. Because I feel like I think I did try reading Fellowship. I was like, this is boring. I couldn't. I I wouldn't even. I tapped out. But I, I, I am in therapy, or I was. Right. Okay. So for those of you that are maybe not in therapy or have not done this type of therapy, um, the, the cognitive. Cognitive behavioral therapy. That's my guy too. That's yeah. my guy. Uh, and so like, I don't know if you use like the terminology of like past stories or like narrative psychology terms of like, if something happened to you when you were young, uh, you decided something about yourself. Like say that your your parents didn't do something for you. And instead of thinking, oh, they just didn't do something or like they were busy or they were dealing with this. You said, I'm not worth it for someone to do something for me. And so you develop that story. Yeah. And then throughout your life, you decide that that's true, that you're not worth it. And so then you exude that into the world and that then you become like closed off or insecure or feeling insignificant or comparing because of like stories that we told ourselves when we were children to fill in the blanks of what we didn't know. Mm-hmm. So like we did this to ourselves. So what's the thing that you did? That you realized? Um, I've been victimizing myself a lot. Okay. So, like, through all the things in my past for, from childhood, I was just like, ah, I'm not good enough. No one loves me. Like, I'm, I'm truly, like, not enough. And it's only been this year, this, like, past couple of months, really, where I've just been, like, really trying and really doing the work. And it's, it's fun, but yeah. it's so not. How does that play into those patterns or scenarios that you were talking about, though? Like the guys that would always low-key fall in love with you or I think some of the other stuff that you were talking about. Being honest now. Like the I think that the previous podcast I was talking about like not being able to break up with someone because I was scared that I was going to hurt them. And I just wanted the easy way out. Mm-hmm. But really that's hurting everybody more so than just being honest. Yeah. In time, that always ends up being way more cruel yeah. on some level. I think just honesty and like mm-hmm. self-aware, being self-aware. I've, I've tried to push like only being funny for so long where like I am there's so many other things where I'm like I'm not a straight up comedian but like I feel all these things I'm vulnerable I want to connect with people Mm -hmm. like I talk about therapy and mental health very openly so it's like why do I why do I push away the vulnerability and it can't like share the same space like humor and vulnerability Mm -hmm. you know I was just like really kind of rejecting myself yeah when it feels like 
the best case scenario would be those two things working in conjunction with each other and like as a means to an end for both of those things rather than like a separate kind of segregated yeah. relationship. I think acceptance, especially like bodies. It's so I get like. Can we talk about bodies, guys? It's <laughs> summer 2019. Everyone's horny. It's horny summer 2019. <laughs> horny summer. My thing that I love about the internet right now is everyone's like horny. Yeah, it is. Like, but yes. doesn't it feel like it? Okay, this is my thing, and I do have a, a horny summer 2019 playlist that I will plug at the end of Cannot the podcast. Wait. <laughs> but everyone's like super horny this year, right? I think so, but it's or more open about it. More open about being horny. Yeah, it's like a little comedy. Who are you following? Comedy. <laughs> Number one, anyone on Twitter, anyone on Instagram, everyone's trapping. Everyone's you know, everyone's not trapping to, not, on the gram. Well, not to on gram. On gram, not just not, the not gram, gram, just I gram, see. just gram. It's cleaner. It is. Uh, not to assign motive to whatever picture because trapping is that, and that's something men do, and they shouldn't do, and I just did it. Uh, but yes. It does feel like it, right? And just yeah. in conversations with friends, I'm like, "Oh yeah, what is going oh, yeah. on this Truly year?" So much more sex talk, but I think maybe because we're all being more open about everything. That's the thing, and this is like, and you know, and and I know your background a little bit with religious stuff. You do, but, but this is something that obviously I grew up in, and even into my adult life, into like mid 20s almost late 20s of just like a, an invisible uh, an invisible line of demarcation between. The two genders, which again mm. is an invisible line of demarcation that shouldn't exist, but uh, where men and women cannot talk about sex stuff in like a frank or interesting or yeah. nuanced way with each other. When really doing it always decreases whatever the negative emotion that is attached to it, like shame or guilt or yeah. whatever baggage. It just makes it less gross because everyone's kind of gross and disgusting already. Everyone's kind of gross and yeah. disgusting. You're you're gross. Oh yeah, and I'm gross too. I'm and disgusting. Isn't that beautiful? I know. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe the dirt off every part. Please. Of me. Oh, like, whoa. <laughs> I am so dirty. Wipe the dirt off every part of me. <laughs> I was just gonna go for the face, but like I've got it everywhere. Oh no, yeah, every crevice, every crack. Gross. Every every poor, I guess. Oh, wait, I was going to say something about the oh, because every everybody was so self-deprecating for so long, but now it's like almost looked down upon. Self-deprecation now is like, yeah, it man, that's insightful that it is isn't like out it? of vogue now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> isn't this thing I said so insightful? And that's just a tip. Thank so you. Rate and review that. us on iTunes, which <laughs> no longer exists. No, but that is true. Self-deprecation is definitely. And well, and I think especially with like women on the internet and stuff, because people will deprecate you whether mm -hmm. you yourself do it or not. It's definitely like discouraged against in a good way to self-deprecate or right. like be like, I'm a bag of shit or whatever, whatever <laughs> people say about themselves. Right. Cause it could go too far. Mm -hmm. My question is, where's the line of being like self-empowering and conceited on the internet? Because I mean, I, who's to say? Who is to say? Because it's like, I'm, and I will never make that judgment. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh yeah, it's probably like thinner than you think, the line between yeah. those two things. Of course. And there's a, a lot of things with like a lot of, yeah, a lot of that stuff where when it does slip into that, that is just kind of the collateral damage of, yeah, that's what happens. You're going to get some of that. But right. if the overall net, result is positive and worth it and people do feel comfortable in their own skin and horny in their own skin then <laughs> it was all worth it in the end that's and my in, favorite poem thank you
Okay, we're still on Burst of First. Great. Which is my favorite thing great. ever that we're still on it. Is this not uh, common? Uh, no, but I'm having such a great time. Great. Yeah. Me too. You know what I've learned? This is going to be interesting for to say, but I've learned that I have like a format of the show, right? So if you've listened to the podcast, it's kind of like the same thing. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure it's kind of similar with Christian Fun or any podcast ever. Mm -hmm. But I have one of my friends told me one time when I was feeling really low about like my hosting abilities and she was like, go with what feels good. Like if you have the format, it's there to like fall back on if something isn't really working out or if like you can sense that it needs to move on. But like Fuck the format. If you're having a good time, go with what is good. If you don't get to any questions, you didn't. And that's fine. Yeah, and no, it's like it's like having a game night at your place where it's like invite everyone over to play Monopoly and yeah. who cares if you finish the game or people just start enjoying each other or making drinks or they aren't into it. That's what it is. You're right. throwing a party. You're a host and I'm your guest and you're like hosting a thing. And you're like listening and responding like, oh, what are you actually into? Okay, let's do more of that. And that's like, right. and that's you being more present instead of like jamming me into like a rigid thing where it's like, oh, okay, I guess we are really playing Monopoly now. Okay, let's get down <laughs> to breast tacks. Right. So yeah, no, that's terrific. Yeah. No, you're doing a great job. Thank you. You're Spe- welcome. I, so <laughs> we're never going to get off this, which is my favorite thing. But uh, when I did your podcast, I was so inspired because you had so many music cues and you were so prepared. <laughs> what? No, that's just really nice. It's a, it's a nice compliment. I, I was just like baffled. I was like, and you were doing it all from your iPad, but like also comfortable. Like you, it was so good. And that's why I started looking to do voicemail messages. And my, my, I guess like question to you is like, what have you learned from doing the podcast that you've did? For so long, like, how did you come into exactly who you are and how you wanted your podcast to be? Oh well, that's a that's a really nice question. That's like it, it sets me up for like, here's how I'm crushing it now, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to share it with you. I think, I think it is more the thing of, and you hear about like really good interviewers like doing their research and doing their work and preparing and preparing and preparing, and then the interview ends up being like ten minutes and they throw their notes out. So I, I think I think a lot of the idea or like the heart behind preparation and stuff as it's executed on podcasts I've done is that where it's just like put more work into it than you need to because then I think and and as it sounds like you found too the audience does I think ultimately respond to care because mm-hmm. there's like there's plenty of podcasts where it's like eh, we just kind of shut up and we all talked in a round table and riffed and right. someone misspoke and we made fun of that for three minutes and then <laughs> someone said a dirty pun and then that's it but if you put like sweat into it mm-hmm. but in a way where it's like I put sweat into it because I care about this and I care about you the listener that you that you've decided to give me your time mm-hmm. and so I want to make something out of it and try to make something good for you I think people can tell what yeah. that is and I think guests can tell too when you host it it's like oh yeah like they feel comfortable and kind of taken care of too yeah again like a party at your house it's like don't worry we have this snack table we have wine if you don't want wine we got tea we got ice too like we're not gonna eat all this stuff but it's here if we need it and right. and like your thing with format stuff it's all here if you want it or if it is like ah, oh, yeah there is kind of a lull let's get back to this thing and yeah and so it's all just like 
it ends up being ornamental, but it is just trying to set everybody in the room up for success and make no one feel like, because you've heard and you've probably seen enough shows where it's like, oh, yeah, they were really working for it, but working for it in right. like a bad way. Yeah. But the idea is to do so much work beforehand so everyone can just like chill out with it. Yeah. And really just to communicate care to everybody. Absolutely. I have a couple of, now that you were mentioning like hosting something at your house, mm-hmm. you ho- are you hosting these big little pies? <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't follow Kevin yeah. on Instagram, you must. <laughs> and you go all out. Is this at your house or is this at other people's this houses? Is, yeah, this is at my place. So this is your house. I've never seen the show. Mm-hmm. So me watching these stories. Did you want to after? <laughs> I mean, yes. If you're that into it, yeah. something is working for the show show. So my, my, I guess, uh, I want to know if you have hosting tips because when I'm over at people's house, if they don't offer me water, I feel bad for asking. So that's one thing that I always do is, is offer water. Even if people don't want it, I still make them a water and Mm -hmm. they still drink it. Mm -hmm. So like, do you have any more tips on just like hosting in general, since you do these, these parties? Uh, Oh, that's that's a really good question. I, and you know what? Truth be told, this is like the first like regular weekly thing that I've it hosted ever. And you're like baking a lot of stuff. You're not really baking it. I'm, I'm not baking it. But you unfortunately, have like I'm buying it though. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm making the signs. I'm I, again <laughs> like it, it's real analogous to exactly what we were talking about. Right. Just like communicating care, just having too many options and having too much stuff is good because then people, if they feel scarcity, then they'll feel shy about like, well, yeah. I don't want to take the last bagel bite because someone might want it but if there's like a million people are like okay great yeah i'll have a i'll have a beer i'll have this i'll have a slice of this so just like having too much is great you're not going to need it you'll throw a lot of it out but have too much and then people won't feel bad about anything and they'll enjoy themselves more because of it so have too many seats have like have more seats than there Uh. are people so they won't feel bad about taking a couch seat instead of this seat like yeah because people yeah people get shy about that stuff that's so interesting because like from me, if I were to host something and I had too many chairs, I would feel I would feel scarcity if there wasn't people in the chairs. I'd go, oh my God, it feels empty. Instead right. of having, like, I guess there's like a sweet spot. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, with the chair stuff, I do end up like breaking them out if I feel like, well, we're going to have 20 tonight instead of 12 or whatever it usually mm. is. Uh, but like for as food, as far as like the food and the drink stuff goes, that stuff, I feel like just... Get just get too much. Just get too much. Always bring something. Also, yeah. I don't show up anywhere without bringing something. Also, lay down ground rules, ground but rules. make but make it fun. Well, especially for watch party stuff, because I went to a few watch parties where it's like there's some issues here, and I've been <laughs> I've been to some watch parties where it's like great, that was terrific, that was perfect, and I've like stolen the things I've liked, mm-hmm. and then tried to uh, prevent the things I did not like from happening. So, like you know. I think rules are fun. Wait, <laughs> like presenting you, them in a fun way. How do you do fun ground rules? Well, it helps if you're dressed in a wig and women's clothing <laughs> while you're doing it. For me personally. Uh, but making it where like some of the rules are fun too. Like what? Like, okay. So like literally, for example, with these parties, it's like no phones during the show, no talking during the show. Which means like you can react and you'd be like, what? Oh, like you can say that, but don't be like, so what are you doing next? Or, like, don't do that. But then making fun rules like, okay, every time Ian Armitage, who plays Ziggy on Big Little Lies, shows up, 
Well, he also plays young Sheldon on the TV show Young Sheldon on CBS. Every time he shows up, we have to scream Bazinga. And so everyone oh. does that. Or like everyone has to sing along to the theme song and I and I hand out lyric sheets for everybody to sing along I've to it. So that. that's a fun rule. And okay. then it makes people feel more comfortable and at ease because it's so dumb. Right. That then they feel like the uh, comfort and latitude to be fully themselves and like connect with other people. If it's not because it's not stiff, it's not stodgy. No one's being too cool. Everyone's being very themselves and stupid and grounded and and whatever. And, and yeah. yeah, people feel the freedom to let loose. Have you, this is an interesting topic that I don't think I've ever asked anyone before. But you mentioned like stealing things that you liked from other watch parties and mm-hmm. incorporating them. Have you ever taken something that you've seen someone do to you or do to somebody else and like use those in your own life? Yeah. Oh, like I mean, what? I, let's, everything. Let's gap. You're you're always going to be the sum total of everyone you've ever met and talked to and interacted with and read and listened to. Like, it's unavoidable. But I want to know, like, cool things. Specific things? I'll give you one. I'll give you an okay. example. So the other day, I think it was like last month, someone gave me a book. But not only did they give me one book, they gave me two copies of the same book. Wow. Two right. copies. And here's why. <laughs> Ask me why. Why? It's because if I liked it that much and they said, like, I will, I know you'll like this so much that you want to give it to somebody else, I already got you the second copy to do so. What a nice—that's that's great. That, I'm taking that to the grave with me. I, I will think a lot of your listeners that. will steal that, too, as they ought. Please do. That's amazing. I won't take credit. No, it's it's your friend. And I won't what, give credit. Is your friend famous? <laughs> Are they a public person? Oh, you won't give credit. Never mind. We're not giving credit. His name is Alex. I'll okay. give you that credit. Shouts out to Alex. Shouts out to Alex. You know, sometimes when you laugh, you do look a little bit like Lauren Graham. Is that right? That is true. I know huh. we were talking about her before we turned the mics on, but yeah, that's true. I just am got I some Graham like vibes. A, am I, is it a Gilmore Graham or is it a Parenthood Graham? Parenthood One, Graham. Okay, so she's chill. She's cool. <laughs> yeah. And she's yeah. Easy. She's like the fun aunt now. Yeah. Not the... Uh, <laughs> She would be an amazing mom. I think, like, I mean, she's been portrayed as well, moms. that's literally all she plays now. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. If you had to choose your family based off of, like, things that you've seen, like you, actors, who would your mom and dad be? Ooh, baby. I'm cho- I'm choosing uh, freaking friggin'. Tracy Letts from Lady Bird as my dad. That's Daddy Bird. Wait, I gotta see. You've seen Lady Bird. I actually haven't. What? I haven't really? seen a lot of things. That's strange, right? I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> yes. out of touch with reality, I must say this. <laughs> with reality. Well, and Lady Bird is the one true reality that uh, <laughs> I, we I all must live in. I have not seen Avatar. I have That's not. fine. Well, let's take a break and we'll be right back with more Just a Tip. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, okay, but we'll use that. Really? But, yeah. Let's <laughs> I'm gonna let's answer someone. the question. Yes. Which, okay, so we have Tracy Letts as your mom. My dad. Your dad. Tracy Letts is a man. No, I see that. I thought you were just. Assi- <laughs> I thought you were assigning your own gender. Yeah, roles. maybe he's my mom too. I'll okay. take it. So Tracy Letts is your dad. Yes. And my mom is ooh baby ooh daddy. My mom is Connie Britton from Friday Night Lights. Connie Britton. Tammy Taylor's my mom. Wow, I don't know any of these people. My sister is Kieran and Sherpa from Mad Men. Okay. Big family now. How many more people do we got? Wait, I, how many people do you want? Oh, I was just thinking mom and dad. But just mom and dad? Take what okay, you want. I'm saying Tracy Lights and Connie Britton, who would look weird together, but <laughs> <laughs> there they are. I take it. Mine are going to be uh, Kristen Bell is my mom. Okay. 
And she's like three years older than you. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> we have a Gilmore Girls relationship. And then my dad, I will take Steve Carell. Mr. Carell, okay. I think I'll take Mr. Carell. So your dad's going to have hair plugs mm-hmm. uh, for sure. <laughs> and that's also fine. <laughs> yes, that's okay. It's 2019. Men can do whatever they want to their bodies. And everyone will still be horny. That's right. That's right, baby. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. This is hilarious. We're taking a break now. I'm enjoying your company. Is that I'm enjoying such yours. a crime? It's not. This is how people become friends in 2019. It is, not those green little circles. Hey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. We did not finish Bursa first. Aww. But we will now. Hey. <laughs> I just won't ask you any follow-up questions, and we're just going to blast through this. Okay. Here we go round two. Give me that music. First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. They're dead. First celebrity crush. Allison Janney. First concert. Uh, point of, uh, uh, Jackie Velasquez and Plus One, the Christian boy band. First scar. Uh... Heart surgery when I was 18 months old. I I can't believe I can't. First thing you do when you like someone. Uh, ooh, baby, just think about them or slide into their DMs. First show you binge watched. 24. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. Uh, sorry, I don't like you anymore. Oh my God, first time you cried in public. Uh, uh, at a youth group uh, event where I anointed someone with oils. None of these are lies, I promise. I can't believe I can't ask follow-up questions. That's a bummer. But thank you for showing us who you are. If only a real friendship occurred off the microphones. Yeah. In which follow-up questions could be answered at any given moment That would be nice. It would. Okay, well, we'll have to green circle after this. Okay. Oh, it's it's slang for like, we're going to have an intimate hang. No, we're not going to have a red circle thing. Green circles only at my place. We're getting drinks. We're watching Paddington too. Great. Great. Okay, I'm going to give you a choice. We had two questions available to us. We have one where someone's in love with his teacher's wife, and we have one that is a 23-year-old virgin. Let's do the latter. 
The Virgin. Yeah. Okay. Let's do. Let's take a flight on Virgin Airlines, baby. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Take flight. Hi, Megan, an awesome guest. I am a 23-year-old virgin. I was raised in a very strict household and was a super studious child genius. So until I graduated with my BA at age 20, I really didn't have time to date. Since then, I've been moving around, following my passions, and trying to become my best self. Uh, but I started to feel really lonely when my closest friends started seeing people. So at the beginning of this year, I finally started dating. But now I'm always scared of what will happen when these guys find out I'm a virgin. I've met a couple of really great guys and hit it off, but I kind of ghosted most of them, assuming they wouldn't take the news well. Do you have any advice for someone new to the dating scene and apparently socially delayed? Ooh, interesting. So the question is, do we have just general dating advice? Yeah, to someone that may be like not as well-versed to dating as everybody else. Just to dating? Well, I mean, with the—I think she's saying— like, With the huge caveat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think she's saying because of that, th- she thinks that people are going to run away. So she's almost like she's stopping before she has the opportunity. You know, but the thing is, and especially now where it's like it's summer 2019. Everyone's horny. <laughs> horny summer 2019. Hashtag. hashtag. Uh, <laughs> usually hashtag goes in front. This one goes at the end. <laughs> it's all backwards. That's right. But I feel like— being open sexually in dialogue and conversation with people mm-hmm. means like people are more open about sexual experiences, but then people are more open about like, I'm asexual, I'm pansexual, True. I'm not sexually experienced. Like, I feel like, I feel like the assumption isn't like we've all banged around a bunch, right? <laughs> like, and I feel like 23 isn't that young. It really isn't. If it's like I'm 90 and I'm a ver- like, okay, but like 23, I've in, I feel like. No one knows what they're doing with yeah. dating. There's not people who are like, yeah, I crush dates. I'm sick at it. Like most everyone, even the ones that are technically good, don't think they're good at it. Right. So I feel like I feel like if I was this person, I would go into any dating scenario with that in mind. And then also just if this is a person that would have issue with that and be like, deal breaker. No, thanks. And how is that a deal breaker? Unless they're scared to like take someone's virginity without being super very serious. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like if it is like, if it like scares them away, not a great person to be with anyway. Yeah. And and that's not like a cop out thing. That is true. Like I feel like in scenarios where like I've been in where like sexual experience is imbalanced or plenty that my friends have told me about where it's like I was a virgin, this person wasn't, or I wasn't, this person was like- you figure it out. It's not mm-hmm. like, no, thank you. Like, I think it's less of a, I, it feels like more of a big deal because it's been built up over time probably in yeah. your head. But I think it's, I think it's way less of a big deal than people think. And I think for a lot of people, sex is just, you know, it's a big way to communicate, but it is a way to communicate. It's not the only way to communicate. It's not the only way to relate with somebody mm-hmm. and experience them. So yeah, I think like what we said earlier, everybody being much more open now about everything, uh, that it only works in your favor. Because the thing that I don't love is because I've operated from this place of fear a lot. Is if like if I think a lack I, of experience. Well, um, actually, yes, with like idioms and just like general knowledge. Like I didn't <laughs> just English, <laughs> just grammar. <laughs> I just don't Saying you know are instead of, of your. Okay, no, I got that <laughs> okay, down. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I just I don't really know a lot of things that uh, it feels like a lot of other people knew. What else did I not know? Like I didn't know how to say soiree. Okay. Like, well, I don't know how to spell soiree. S o 
I R E E, and there's some like crazy. That sounds slants. right. We got a thumbs up from producer <laughs> Clementine. <Clementine's laughs> yeah, so I just don't know a lot of things. So, but I feel like I've operated out of fear of like, oh, these people might reject me. So instead of them, oh, instead of giving them that yeah. opportunity, I go, I'm not even gonna like b- go up to bat. So I feel like that's what's happening here because she meets the really great guys, but then ghosts them because she thinks that they're not going to take the news well. Yeah. So that's the part where I'm like, I think that's what we focus on. I don't think it's about being a virgin or be, not being experienced. It's about like kind of voting yourself down before other people have the chance to. And I think all of this is more fun than people think it is. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that your experience or like lack of an experience with idioms it will compliment, compliment with an E, not an I, compliment someone else's experience where it's like, well, I... I do know how words work even if you don't (laughs) then that's like fun like if people are like kind and respectful in that process so again with like lack of like sexual or physical intimacy experience I feel like that's something that again with like with enough like healthy boundaries and respect that can be something that's actually a fun opportunity for people who will like allow themselves to be in that sort of scenario. Yeah, because if you're honest with someone and said, like, I have never done this before and they cared about you, that's also the key. Like, mm-hmm. don't find these people that don't care about you, especially with something, like, so sacred. But, like, if you really got into a relationship where somebody really cared about you, they would do something amazing for, like, your first time and they would take care of you. And here's another thing for, I guess, anyone that's a little bit nervous. It doesn't matter if you've been around the block or if it's your very first time. Everyone is different anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's going to be new with anyone that you're getting involved with. So really, it's just starting from ground zero every time. Ye- you just know what you like. Yeah, and I think I think people... And especially people with lack of experience, there's like this tendency. It's almost like when you're a little kid or like when you're a teenager and then you start thinking about sex, but like you miss, you mystify it in your head. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, it's just like this insane, mysterious thing. And these like clouds part and there's these like swirling stars. And, you know, no one can really explain to you how things are working, but something occurs. And it's like, <laughs> it's more like it really is more mechanical than people think like it's not like this mysterious thing where it's like you either got it or you don't it's not like that it's just yeah yeah just figure it out figure out with another person yeah figure it out i think i think she'll be fine but i I understand like and i'm sympathetic to the idea of like not being able to get out of your head and feeling insecure about that stuff but i think for the people that you would ultimately want to be with that Mm -hmm. it's gonna be less of a a barrier and more of an opportunity for them. Yeah. As my closing tip for this, which could also go for a lot of other things other than sex, but Mm -hmm. like if you feel insecure, you feel in your head, focus on giving outwards. So like whatever it is, if it is like in, in the bedroom or if it is like giving outward attention or giving outward care, instead of like being here inside your own little mental prison, mm-hmm. just like be here for the other person because that's going to open you up. That's going to make you more present. And then it's going to ultimately make everything better. Yeah. A thousand like, percent concur. Just like able to exist with somebody else. Right. Host your podcast that way. And yeah. look what magic happens. Look at this magic. Well, not to say this one was magical, but real quick, could you rank uh, your podcast <laughs> guests from worst to best? Honestly, so high. Horny Summer 2019 hashtag. This has been hey, so fun. Yay! <laughs> Everyone in the room's horny. All of us. Wait, do you have someone in mind if I said, who's your worst guest? Do you have? 
Oh my you're god. You're not you're not going to say it. But do you have someone that you would be thinking of? Honestly, uh we're not getting any signal at all from our producer no, like, about Because the answer is me. <gasps> no. No, 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 not in a no, listen. That's I, not true. I didn't show up prepared one day in like confidence and I never put that episode out. Because I was speaking from a place of like unsureness and I was like, oh, I'm coming off really dumb, really ignorant and like not like not who I am. So I never put that episode out. You have done some prep work today and it shows and I feel very taken care of. thank you so much. As a friend and as a guest. Which what, I don't know. What kind of friend? What kind of friend? Green circle, baby. Green circle, baby. Well, I mean, it, it, again, and this is adjacent to horny summer 2019. Hashtag. But in 20, hashtag. But in 2019... I don't know how adults make friends. This if is it. not like it, it really is. Like I think about the new relationships and friendships I've had the past couple of years, and it's like a lot of them used to be guests. A lot of them were like, hey, come do the show and do the thing. Right. You know, is that sad? I think it's great. I think it's great too. I wonder how it would work for people that aren't on the coasts. Like anybody that's kind of working in the Midwest that like goes to a job that sees, I think, I think that's how they meet people. But like, I don't have that job. So this is the only way I talk to people. Right. And and it is like literally because you do this weekly, you're at least talking to one new person every week. Right. For an hour. For an hour. Yeah. yeah. And that's not, yeah, that's not something that's like socially acceptable most of the time. We're just like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't ever met you. Do you want to talk to me for an hour? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, phones. yeah, like I know, right? Just like, us? yeah, and you got and you have to be engaged. And if you're mean, people you will hear to. it because <laughs> it's gonna be on a microphone, so you can't be mean to me, right. You have to be really nice and talk to me <laughs> like a nice person. Oh my god, we have parameters, there's boundaries, we have safety guards. Well, the microphones are boundaries, so like, and that's why people will open up and talk about vulnerable <sighs> things like religion or their sex lives or something because it's like, I know everything's gonna be okay because nothing. Think horrible can happen because right. it's being publicly consumed. Yeah. So it's really a safety net. I don't know. I've made, I feel like I've made true friends that way. Me too. Yeah. This and is so wholesome. May, this is incredible. This is almost like grossly wholesome <laughs> now after a certain point. But I will say when Megan started following me on Instagram, I screenshotted it. <laughs> I sent it to her. This is true. It is true. And I said, this is a big day for me. <laughs> How many? I thought you were too cool for it. How many? Oh my god! I had half of one. You had half of a little pie. Yes, a big little pie. Let's be real. (laughs) So one little pie. That's hilarious. So I'm so glad we're GCFs now. Hey, good Christian friends. Oh, I I was Green Circle friends. Oh, oh, that's so interesting. That's what we call our podcast for short. Is GCF. Speaking of your podcast, tell everybody about it. Well, Good Christian Fun is a podcast also on the HeadGum Network. We're right. sisters. We're sister <laughs> shows. Uh, you definitely have more listeners than we do. And who's to say? Uh, well, I'm sure Clementine can speak to it a little bit. Uh, but uh, it's a podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, Christian movies, entertainment, music, a lot of Christian rock, your DC Talks, your Jars of Clay, your Switchfoots and Reliant Ks, which I know you oh, grew I up with. Oh, I love Reliant K. And I think I decided, I didn't decide this, but I discovered yesterday Switchfoot is a skateboarding term? Oh, well. When you switch from regular to goofy? I believe that's true, yeah. I learned that yesterday. Because they're like San Diego skater boys. They said, see you later, boys. <laughs> they said, see you later, boy, to Satan, and they were Christian. They became Christians. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a Christian <laughs> podcast where everyone who comes on as a guest 
becomes a Christian by the end of it. Is that real? No. I was like, mine Can you imagine? So, but it's for- It's an escape room where you have to (laughs) profess your love of Christ to get out. Oh my God. So it's it's Christian, uh, like- Centric, but you don't have to be a Christian. It's all of no. all faiths. We have atheists, agnostics, it's for all everyone. sort of people listening and coming on the show. And and that's what makes it fun and interesting. And again, it's like a good just kind of like social excuse to talk about stuff that yeah. I would be a weirdo to just like beeline to you at a party and be like, so do you have spiritual trauma from your childhood <laughs> or youth you group? you did that at a party, yeah. I would never leave your side. Really? That is, well, that you're is my special. opening I line. think you're a special kind of person though because I think most people would be like, please don't talk to me. Yeah. yeah I feel like... How awesome would this be? This is the last thing okay. I'll say before we say bye. No, I think there's going to be like six more <laughs> last things. <laughs> How cool would it be if like, as we were talking like this, like green halo, essentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what if there was a, a something that we could have that people could look at us and go, okay, this person doesn't want small talk. And so we were able to bypass all of like the weather and how you're doing and what do you do for work. And you can go into these crazy right. topics. Like an indicator, like playing the Sims and there's those yes, diamonds just, above your head. Exactly yes. that. And if it's red, it says, you know, it's like, that means I want small talk. Talk to me about Only politics. small stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know because this is a common refrain. Like, you know, I hate chit chat. I hate talking about like, how was your day and blah, blah. I just want to get to the real stuff but then it's like in practice if you do that or someone does that to you it's like what are you doing right now if there's not trust there yeah yeah then it it can become strange it can but but again like yeah i think if there was some sort of external indicator for it what a better world it would be oh so delightful Where can people find you on the internet aside from Good Christian Fun? Uh, well, my username is at Electrolemon on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. And follow that one. And that's me. Oh, my God. And I know I look different from what I sound, but it's me. It I really promise. is me. It's me, okay? Uh, you can also follow my Finsta account, which is at Kevin T. Porter I'm on crying. all those places as well. Yes. That's very good. Thank you for your time. Thanks for and having me. Are we true friends? We, I think we are. Are we going to hang out? Uh-huh. I know Addie Addie was telling me some stuff. Uh, Ab- about what? About you. <laughs> well, no. She just said like, oh, uh, she said, oh, Megan and I are into your Meryl. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So they I said know. a nice thing when I wasn't there. That Great. Is, that's funny. Yeah. We say a lot of nice things about other people. Yeah. Which is good gossip's great. Good gossip. Yeah. Is Everyone called, should good gossip. Is that it would it be called gossip if it's good? Uh I mean probably not. Mm. I just like the idea of saying of like being saying detailed, nuanced, yeah. positive things about people behind their back. It's in but like having it come back to you is That's really That's right. Nice. Yeah. And then someone reports it to you. Like I heard from Megan that you're a great listener. <laughs> she said no, she said that. That's one of my favorite things to be called. A good it, listener? Oh my god. I think you are. Like I, I feel like in your questions today, you've been like really responsive and Thank you. maintain eye, t- eye, eye contact to an almost alarming degree. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe But you're listening. You're just like so in it. You're not looking at your laptop and like, okay, what's the next thing? Like you're here. Yeah. You're, you're present. What more could we ask for? Not much. 15 more minutes. minutes. 15 <laughs> more, more minutes. minutes. We can. You okay. have to come back on. This has I been would. We have technically finished Bursa first, but I maybe I'll do like follow-up questions. How about like a, a reckon of seconds or something? 
Okay. And then you have to do a man of all many new, words. Yeah, all a new daddy questions. Diction. Okay. Addiction daddy. Addiction daddy. <laughs> oh man, I used to call myself daddy. I will never do that again. You can't. Daddy is so over. You right? can't do no, it. No, it's gone. You really can't. I'll be dad before I'm daddy again. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> so from your podcast mom and dad. <laughs> Sayonara, suckers. <laughs> what if that was my outro? And do your homework. It's important. Do your homework. Yeah. Like, actually, though. Yeah. Not as, like, just, like, this fun role-play mom and dad thing. Like, do your homework. Yeah, Be but prepared. actually do your homework. Be prepared before you go into before anything. Before the economy collapses, yes. <laughs> that, too. If you have a sticky situation, you're burning concern, everyone listening, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com. I promise we'll do our best to get to them, even if we go on crazy tangents. Also, follow us on Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram. Give us your age during this because that really helps us. It really did. If they didn't say they were 23, things would well, be Well, that was different. crucial to that scenario, too. When they say age doesn't matter, I disagree for this podcast. I disagree, too, because all I see is 28 right now. <laughs> All, I just see two numbers when I look in your eyes. That's all I get. Yep. <laughs> I'm only made up of numbers. That hey, 00101. Zero, zero, one. Wow. That's, that's binary for no, that's, you're a person and wow. you're my friend. <laughs> I can't say anything after that. That was beautiful. Thank you. 20 more minutes. 20 more, <laughs> more minutes. minutes. Yay. Yay. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>